0: Alrighty, fellas, thanks for joining me for another episode of the Duck Gun Podcast. Uh, Guys, had a fun one for you tonight. Um, It is with my buddy, Elliot, from Freelance Duck Hunting. Can't say enough nice things about the guy. Um, He is just a super guy, and he makes some great content over there, Freelance Duck Hunting, and his podcast, The North American Waterfowler. Uh, We've been going back and forth about wood ducks, all in jest, all in fun. Um, I shouldn't say all because there is a lot of serious – to it as well, because I'm passionate um, about my thoughts and opinions, and so is he, which makes for some great content. Um, we kind of argue and bicker back and forth uh, like long-lost brothers, so this, this podcast you guys are about to listen to, it's, it was just a lot of fun, so uh, I hope you guys take it like that. I get some people who, uh, <laughs> I just I think they missed the mark on, on what we're kind of doing. There's definitely a lot of play uh, in it. Um, are we kind of meaning what we say somewhat you just kind of have to uh, you know figure it out which ones we're serious and on which ones we're uh, you know poking the bear a little bit um but i do have some updates for you um so something cool i just got to do over with um the DU club that i'm a part of or chapter i'm not what do they call them DU chapters i believe um that i'm a part of just joined it this year is the wawasee indiana Club and they do a really cool function um, where they're getting out youth for uh, youth season in waterfowl hunting. They try to take kids that don't have the opportunity to hunt the same way that um, a lot of kids that grow up in hunting families or duck hunting families do. The barrier to entry for waterfowl is a lot steeper than than deer hunting. Um, When I was talking to Creighton, the example he used, he was saying, you know, deer hunters, you need a gun and like a tree stand or a gun and a Uh, ground blind, whereas with duck hunting, you need decoys, you need calls, you need a canoe, you need access, all these kind of things that we provide, we take out there and take with kids. So that was super cool. Um, I had a little guy with me uh, named Roman, and he uh, had a little 4'10", and he was just busting the ducks, super impressive. He was 10 years old. So that was super cool um, just watching him, um, I mean, really, really get – a good feel for waterfowl. Um, Not only that, but we had uh, another guy with us. He was a little bit older. I think he was like 16 or 17. His name is Noah and his dad was there with him. But between the two of them, um, they shot 11 birds uh, and it was just a a great day. It was super fun, super fun to, uh, you know, be a part of, uh, you know, that effort and showing those guys a little bit of what it's like to be a duck hunter. And the whole group, um, I believe it was 15 or 16 kids. And, um, the whole group, we shot 34 ducks actually it was 30, 31 ducks and three geese. Um, so yeah, definitely a, a cool thing to be a part of. Uh, I got to take my nephew the next day and, um, we weren't so lucky. We had trouble landing the birds and he did get to fire a few shots. We had a lot of sights and sounds and, and visuals of the birds coming in, wood ducks screaming by mallards buzzing around and, and, almost coming, almost decoying all the way in, geese coming, uh, floating right by. So, you know, for new hunters, man, it's just just really cool um, getting them to see or getting to see them do, you know, what we love and and learning that from a young age. So, uh, yeah, if you guys got a youth, man, I've been saying it more and more. The mission for the podcast is to, uh, you know, help with conservation, you know, be entertaining, help new hunters out, and, and you know, spread that message as far as waterfowl goes. Uh, we definitely need more voices and more numbers um, to protect what we love and what we cherish, and, and help you know continue that heritage of duck duck hunting on for generations and generations. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much my update for you know what I've been up to since the last podcast. Um, you know, we got our North Zone of Indiana opener coming up. Um, I guess, you know, I haven't talked about our south zone. Uh, it didn't go great. We did shoot some birds, had some fun, but, um, you know, first skunk of the year, first skunk of the year on hunt 20, uh, and my fifth state. So <laughs> the Southern Michigan, uh, day two was, was not my, uh, you know, not my best hunt of the season. Um, but you know, uh, it really didn't affect me too bad as far as like, you know, being upset about it. Uh, duck hunting, is not always about the limits it's about, hanging out with buds, hanging out and having a fun time on the first day. Uh, we did shoot, I think it was like three wood ducks and a mallard. Uh, I got to get little chief out. I had him in the, in the truck, in his kennel, um, got to get him out by the water and, um, have him. you know, after the hunt, after the hunt, you know, uh, not, not worrying about getting them out this early. I don't want to start any bad habits like breaking, um, or gun shyness or, Anything that can be avoided through training, we're going to wait the full year. But I think it is good for him to get out in those environments. So he came down there through the woods. He was jumping in the water. He swam out there, got a decoy, came back. Then he swam back. He jumped in the boat um, or in the canoe, and he was just having a little blast. I was throwing wood ducks for him out to out to the water. He was jumping out there, swimming, grabbing them, bringing them back. So I was super impressed with him. He's definitely birdie. He's definitely uh, – Got the drive and desire. Now it's just uh, going to be time um, postseason to get into that real thick of the training. So uh, it's just so cool to watch a new um, duck dog coming up and seeing everything for the first time, almost like the youth hunter. So <laughs> uh, I've had some some good times with all that here. And now we're ready for a north zone opener of Indiana um, and then next week, man, there's the first giant cold front of the year, probably coming premature. Hope it doesn't blow at all our birds. But uh, I got an, I got a feeling that we'll have some good hunting, but um, not for long with, with uh, that weather pushing some birds through for sure. Um, but with all that said, let's go ahead and jump on in to the podcast and get Elliot on in here. What's going on, folks? And thanks for joining me for another episode of the Duck Gun Podcast. We are live over here on YouTube as well, so say everybody, say hello to everybody on YouTube. Appreciate you guys joining in. The guest for tonight—sorry, Elliot—you don't get your uh, per usual. It's not per but. usual anymore. <laughs> but we maybe got, my last guest appearance. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see that we got the man, the myth, the legend, Elliot from Freelance Duck Hunting. How are you doing tonight, Elliot? Oh, I'm doing awesome. In the heart of season,
1: huge trips coming up, cold front coming up. I couldn't be more excited.
0: Oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, man, it's already been a crazy season. Here we are, end of October, and, uh, you know, all systems go. So uh, I'm excited to have you on tonight talking about your least favorite duck, the king of the timber the wood duck
1: i am not surprised that your first statement is false you are absolutely every time you open your mouth about my about my opinions when i'm not around you say something that's stupid
0: just just keep telling yourself that but before yeah, we get to the you main know i, I like wood podcast. ducks
1: better than shovelers i like wood ducks better than probably coots i would say
0: Sure, when you like text it to people, do you put the asterisks by the the name or do you just do that in you know in your uh, well, podcast? it
1: depends on what the conversation is if we're talking about you know we'll we'll get into it
0: <laughs> all right, so stay tuned for that. It's gonna be a good one. we got lots of fun stuff to talk about if you haven't been following there's been lots of banter going on on the fellowship, and it's almost it's kind of funny because um like it was almost hmm. It was almost like biblical the way that everybody came in on the Fellowship of the Duck Gun the day after your podcast. It was, I think it was two days because that was the one of the opening weekends and just wood duck pictures everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and it was so awesome. <laughs> yeah, one of my uh, favorite days on the Fellowship of the Duck Gun. So, um, yeah, we got plenty to talk about. But before we jump into the main meat of the podcast, let's get a quick word from our partners. And we'll jump right into it. So first off, I'd like to give a big thanks to OnX, guys. OnX is one of the best waterfowler apps out there. Um, it has everything you need, the tools you need as a duck hunter. Uh, th- my favorite thing is the recent imagery right now um, on the podcast. You can click right there, the bottom right in that 2D layer. There is a slider for showing recent imagery. It shows... Um, What I'm using it for is water levels. So a lot of these public land spots, if you're not there, it's really hard to scout. With OnX, you can look and you can see pretty much where that water is going to be at. So um, a huge ad for the Duck Hunter along with still they got the property lines, they still got... Um, the permission, the tax information so you can go knock on the door. So check them out, guys. You won't regret it. OnX is an awesome tool for the Duck Hunter. Also like to give a big thanks to Final Approach. Guys, Final Approach, the one-stop shop for the Duck Hunter. Ellie, what's your pro- favorite product over there at Final Approach?
1: Uh, right now, it's that backpack. It is Man, I've been looking for a good backpack like that forever. Every backpack that I get that's not like a huge dry bag is not big enough. And it's perfect i saw you and josh using it last year and i'm like it's lived up to everything that i was hoping it would be
0: right yep i love it as well um definitely easy for hiking out on hunts we do a lot of walking around on our hunts because we're trying to you know beat the competition get to the birds all that they got that they got decoys they got blinds they got camo they got waders you name it check them out or check them out over there at FinalApproach.com and use code actually no i, I meant to say it's FABrand.com, and use code Duck Gun um, over there, it's Duck Gun Ten. Now I can't remember. Um, <laughs> it's either Duck Gun or Duck gun Ten. Try both of those. One of them is going to work. Get your ten percent off uh, over there on some awesome products from Final Approach. Also, like to give a big thanks to Weatherby guys. Weatherby has some awesome waterfowl shotguns. I've been hunting with the side by side. I've recently switched back to hunting with a. Weatherby 18i Deluxe 20 gauge. Um, they got some great options for the duck hunter. If you're in the market for a shotgun, um, definitely consider Weatherby when you're out there um, checking them out. So, I uh, also like to give a big thanks to Motion Ducks. Guys, Motion Ducks, the jerk rig on steroids on those no wind days. I've been hunting with it for years now. And, you know, it's still crazy to me. Sometimes I don't bring it, I don't know why because. It's almost always a regret uh, not having it out in your spread, putting those ripples in it, and getting those birds finishing feet down in the decoys. All righty, well, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump on into the podcast. So, like we said, we're gonna be talking a little bit. Should we? we should we jump right into the wood ducks, Elliot? It's your show, man. We, we should go because there's You're, another it's, it's one.
1: Your, it's your show. You do whatever you want. <laughs>
0: So there's there's another there's another uh, topic that's not been as public.
1: Can we save that topic? Let's. Can we save that topic for for my podcast? We really got to do that one here too. Okay, we can we can if you want. It's can I can I tease it? Yeah yeah you can or we can do it right. both places. I don't care. It's gonna so I'm gonna, it's gonna um we're gonna hit on that kind of in the comment of the week over on my podcast, which we're gonna record right after this. But no, we can do it both places. I don't care. We'll, I don't sure, I don't, sure. Yeah, you know right at the
0: places. front too. We're gonna do that. It's a little teaser. Um, he was talking some mad trash, not surprising, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> not surprising the way Elliot rolls, but uh, <laughs> yeah. a little bit, right? Is that, is that a an understatement?
1: Well, you've got to finish your false statement before <laughs> I can refute it.
0: Go ahead. Well, you're just talking some mad trash Where we're out there in North Dakota. And uh, you said that I should make a public apology or public statement, I think is what it was. <laughs> And then little did you know that we just had, like, the best hunt, one of the best hunts of the trip right before that. so
1: I think I counter-jinxed you into success.
0: That, well, we, the funny part, no, we're literally, you sent it, we're driving in the truck away from taking, like, a giant pile pick. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyways, we're going to talk about that on his podcast. We can and, talk about it here, too, if you want. I don't care. No, we'll it's right. We're, gonna, we're teasing it right now, so right. people go to the North American Waterfowl Podcast. That's where Elliot's podcast is at. If you're not over there, definitely go over there. He's got some great content. All those guys who've been listening to Elliot for years, if you haven't jumped over and checked out his podcast, you definitely need to. So that'll be, what, like another week? I'm putting out this one pretty quick, so yours will probably be like another week. No, man, mine's going
1: to be straight tomorrow. It's going to be recording. It's going to be out the 26th.
0: Okay, sounds good. So you guys will hear that one um, right away. As soon as you hear this one, you can hear that one too. So uh, there's your teaser for uh, Elliot's public apology podcast.
1: Well, there's a lot more into it than that. (laughs) I did. Well, I did say it was going to be a public apology and there, there's a whole backstory to this thing. So you're going to want to get in on it for sure.
0: Yeah. So instead we'll just talk about your wood duck public apology.
1: No, there's not going to be an apology about that.
0: (laughs) All right. So, if you guys haven't, uh, I feel like we gotta, We got to give a little, big, little bit of back history. So yeah. um, in Iowa, we were doing a podcast. It was me, my buddy Hunter, and my buddy Zach from Michigan, Hunter from Iowa. And we just got talking about how much we love wood ducks and, uh, and how much Elliot doesn't love wood ducks. And uh, a lot of the reasons uh, why you should love wood ducks and uh, you did, I would say, like a reaction podcast mm-hmm. where you kind of sneakily clipped with full permission. I shouldn't say sneakily. But there was uh, there was a couple where I think you favorably, this is like the I think the most accurate way to say it, favorably clipped uh, segments off to suit your argument. <laughs> I don't think so at all. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Maybe
1: maybe one maybe there may be one instance of that that there was that, two. Okay, well I'd like to hear there's, the second. There's I can tell you. I can tell you why I strategically did the second one. There was and I but when I did it, I thought it might come off like that, and I should have played that. But I don't know what the second one is. So anyway, anyway, I, I I'm can't wait to hear that. But sure. go ahead.
0: No, and it's it's like just to preface this is all good fun too. Like some people, I think don't. I think most people get the joke. I think we got to give credit. That most people get the joke, but every once in a while, there's somebody who doesn't. So just for you, if you don't realize that, you know, this is all in good fun. Like I just, you know, praised Elliot's podcast and all that. There's no like (laughs) hidden thing, but we do, uh, we do both, you know, we're, we're passionate about waterfowl and, and, uh, Elliot's passionate about hating wood ducks and I'm passionate about loving (laughs) Loving wood ducks and, uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and we're both very uh,
1: opinionated and we both have, uh, you know, strong feelings about, about our opinions.
0: Sure. And so the f- the first clip that I'd kind of uh, Well, hold on. Say I on think there.
1: that you need I, can I can I go back a little bit cuz I don't think you're quite setting it up as well okay. as it needs to be set up. Okay. This started when I was still on the Duck on Podcast. That I would say one of the most heated debates you and I ever got into was about the wood duck.
0: Sure. And so I think but I think that's a misconception because on your part because uh we actually never referenced that podcast. It was more just you know then where would you get the
1: okay so where would hunter because because and i like hunter very much i'm not being critical of him but like he was making statements of i just think that elliot thinks how does he how would he know that (laughs) he doesn't (laughs) even know me he's never even around me Hmm. how would he say elliot thinks that because i don't don't understand where you guys are getting your base layer of information because because the way you my base layer the way you set it up was your initial statement was something to the effect of, "Gosh, I wish I could. I wish I had written it down." What What was that initial statement you said? That I completely disregard the wood duck as a viable waterfowl. That was your That was your original statement, and that started the whole conversation. And I and sure. where so where where do you get where where, where do I get that? Yeah, like, where do you get that?
0: Um, our two hundred and fifty podcast episodes we did together. <laughs> just just. Years of, of talking to you about wood ducks. So you don't think...
1: So after all talking about you don't think that I value wood ducks and I think that they're a spectacular okay, bird uh, okay. uh, it and was, a magnificent it a little, animal.
0: It's a little bit of an exaggeration for sure. It's a huge exaggeration. No, no, because you have to take what... Even after you did your podcast, like defending yourself, mm-hmm. you would, you'd always like backpedal. You'd be like, I think this and this about the wood duck. This, you know, they're beautiful. You'd say like... They're exotic, which is kind of a weird way of saying it because they're native. But you'd be like, they're they have an exotic. Uh, what do you think beauty. the word exotic means? Uh, like, I would assume it means something that's not in its natural state. Now Originating that, but, in
1: or characteristic of a distant foreign country.
0: Oh yeah, I right. Guess that's not right. okay. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> let me that, see if there's alternative.
1: No, I guess no, I don't know what the that's word exactly exotic what it means.
0: means. <laughs> right. Exotic means like, yeah, like foreign, like a uh, peacock maybe looks exotic because it's not native to the, is it, it's a peacock native now that, that I'm saying that, but okay, something. Okay. Well, that,
1: no, no, Here, here's a, here's another example. Strikingly, excitingly, or mysteriously different or unusual.
0: Okay. But it's not, it's a. Uh, but it is. It's, but it's native. It's, it's I, think stri- it's, I know, but no, but this,
1: there's multiple definitions for words. So here's another one. Does exotic mean attractive? Exotic does mean attractive, but also indicates different, often based on perception of, often based on ethnicity and national origin. But it can also just mean like unique, um, rare, um, like like the definition I just read. I guess that's a lesser definition.
0: Sure. Maybe they're exotic but, to the Central Flyway opposed to no, the No, they're exotic they're- looking, strikingly <laughs> unusual. Okay.
1: They're one of a kind. It, when I when I say you the word exotic, I mean all of the magnificent feathers that make up that bird. It is one of a kind in its appearance, in its in its colors. And when I say exotic, that's the definition that I'm. I, I'm re, I'll research the word a little bit more, but sure, The sure. definition Mo, I, that that's the like definition. A, it's an adjective.
0: Sure. Okay. I, I that's feel like that that, that was my meaning from it. Different than that, but I, I I'll give you I'll give you that that you. We're using it in a, uh, you know, a, a sub meeting. Like you could
1: use it as food. You could say exotic. Those, those are exotic flavor flavors. They're excitingly, mysteriously different. They're striking. They're unusual. That's the that's the definition that i okay. meant by that.
0: Well, anyways, to continue with my point, um, it would be like you, you'd say kind of give it a, a compliment and then you'd be like, but, you know, I don't think that they're even a puddle duck. You're like putting them like less than – you're the way it was kind of like portrayed, you'd be like, well, I think this and this about them. I can understand how people think they're beautiful ducks, but I think they're less than a puddle duck. It just came off like that.
1: Okay, so, so I, I I think that I – sh- I wish that I hadn't used the a- the asterisk because I think <laughs> when people hear that, like if you think of baseball, like Jose Canseco's home run is an asterisk because he on steroids. It's like I think that people can take right, that right. as – an asterisk in that way. And I can understand how people would perceive it that way. The way that it was intended is that the wood duck has characteristics that are unique to the wood duck that other puddle ducks don't have. They're a perching duck for one. No other puddle duck is a perching duck. No, no other puddle duck nests in trees. So they have qualities about them that don't fit into all of the other characteristics of the puddle ducks. Right. And I even when I was looking into it, I even found uh, a reference where where it was saying that some people don't even claim them as a puddle duck. So my, my meaning was not less yeah, than you, like, at all. like you. <laughs> it was not. Le- no, I, I sent you the copy of it. You saw it. I, I
0: sent you the. Uh, well, I, I the mean, little... I understand. Yeah, they are a perching duck, but they still are a puddle duck.
1: Well, I understand they are a puddle duck. My point was this. They are different. They have characteristics that set them apart from all of the other, all of the other puddle ducks, the perching, the nesting in trees. They are unusual. They are different. They, they are set aside. So when I say asterisk, I mean, this duck is uniquely different than all of the other puddle ducks, not in a negative way, not not in a negative way at all, but different set apart. That the asterisk was not, there was no negative connotation um, from the atrick, I understand that how you you read into it that way, and maybe some other people too did too. But if, you would have to agree that the wood duck has characteristics that are unique from all of the puddle ducks.
0: I just don't understand how that plays into any of any of the any of the any of the other things we talked about. So, like for instance, it's like, uh, um, I, you know, from a perspective of a lot of hunters in like the Great Lakes region and the Mississippi flyway. Um, I just think it's perceived as um, higher on the totem pool than, than what you'd put it as.
1: I think that's fair. I think that's a fair statement that other people value them as a harvest podcast
0: was not that um, we weren't, we we were rehashing kind of our old debate, which you know, we've both done so many podcasts that, like, it's hard for me to remember exact bullet points of that at this point. You know, so many things we've talked about. But, like, it was more of, like, hey, this is Elliot's general perception of a wood duck. And if Elliot came with us on a good hunt, and if, you know, the one that we just were on actually wasn't wasn't even, you know, we killed wood ducks, but that's not what I'd consider, like, a good wood duck hunt you know mm-hmm. we're kind of off the axe a little bit and we just happen to be you know where they're buzzing by you know you can have that with blue wing till or, or whatever you know where you're on a day where you're just not where they want to be first day out there first first time for me hunting that spot um, but like if you get on a, a good wood duck hunt that was kind of the argument that you would adjust your viewpoint of the wood duck after having like a really fun successful wood duck hunt, um, either in a marsh or like, you know, a timber, like one of these marshes that you see like in the Midwest and you've been up here now where you see like the marshes can be lined with timber, you know, and then inside of that bowl of the timber, I mean, there can be a giant marsh and the wood ducks will use it in those areas where there's, um, timber. So, you know, that's why most people refer to the wood duck as the king of the timber. See, I've never heard that <laughs> phrase. No, no, I, I've I made heard, that up this week,
1: <laughs> right? Because the king is known as the canvas canvasback.
0: Sure, the king of the ducks, but he's definitely yeah. not. The and king so
1: of the it's a little bit blasphemous to to label a never the no. king title outside outside no. of the wood
0: duck. I, I I understand
1: what you're saying. I, I would I would say this the the way you prefaced that conversation right off the bat was was com- here's here's how like the, in reality here's how it would have been phrased. Elliot doesn't fully appreciate and is dismissive of wood ducks. That sure. that I just I said would that would a lot more colourfully. Oh my gosh, a lot more colourfully, yeah. You said it in a way that made it inaccurate.
0: No, it was just a fun way. And um uh, you took offense to it. Let's just be honest.
1: No no, I didn't ta- well, I didn't I didn't take offense to it. It first you did. It was offense that i take offense to it no i didn't take offense <laughs> to it because the more it's that it's not uncommon you you that's the way that you do it it's like even in the podcast you said that i said wood ducks aren't real ducks and that you just left it hanging up there you that is commonly the way that you phrase things you think it's funny to do it and you know i mean to say that i said that wood ducks aren't real ducks that not real d- ducks um <laughs> we're bordering <laughs> on a lie that's a bordering
0: on a lot. Okay, no, no, no. Because it was it was just a play on your asterisk thing. I don't think I actually said that on the podcast. I said no, no, that on no, a Marco you said after.
1: It. Yeah, but people that don't listen to the podcast now.
0: Did I say it you... on a real? Did I say it on the, on the actual podcast? Because I no, don't no, think no. I did. No, no, no.
1: You said it on the Facebook group.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. And yeah. after
1: that is when the onslaught of wood duck pictures come on, <laughs> and you get people saying something like. You know, Elliot and I are just going to have to disagree. I spent 80% of that podcast trying to convince people that that wood ducks don't <laughs> decoy as no, no, readily like, as other ducks. And you got people saying, well, I'm okay. just going to have to this, disagree this with is, him. This is, and he's trying now, to disagree with we'll, uh, the fact like Elliot thinks wood no, ducks suck. I'm going to have to disagree no, okay. with him. When that's not even true. You do, though. You do actually nope. think they suck. I don't think they suck. They don't do it for me. Okay? They don't. They don't exactly. Do it
0: for me. But Where's the true colors finally coming no, out. No, they
1: they don't they don't they don't do it for me like mallards do. Typical they don't do it for me like flyway hunter. Do. They they just don't. But I I made it clear that yes, I would love a hunt like that. I've been a, I've been in a hunt situation where it was like that with wood ducks one time. I'm in my area. It just it just happened. There was wood ducks screaming around all see, over the place, and so I, this is, I I, I got to stop it.
0: you before you get too far away from it. So and th- this is where the the couple clips where you're kind of arguing that point that like that we argued ourselves into saying that wood ducks don't don't decoy great. You said it. Um, you you cut off Zach's statement where he right. said I couldn't call. I I have not had success, but mm-hmm. I hunt with a buddy who can call him in. And you cut. But I off left the part in that said,
1: Hunter said the exact same thing.
0: Well, I'm I just saying. That he literally cut Zach's sentence in half.
1: Right, I and did. He, he literally, and, and s- what did Zach go on to say? Tell me what was Zach went on to say.
0: Then he said, "But I hunt with a buddy who can call them in. That so he saw him, him do it on one hunts. time.
1: He saw him do it he's, one time, he's, and he's, it was into goose spread. Where was that? Was that a field goose spread? No, I don't think so. So he was he was water hunting with a goose spread. I'm sure he was.
0: Yeah, that's, that's so. It was, it was one right.
1: example. That's a pretty small sample size. Pretty um, insignificant sample
0: size. Maybe he said one, but he said one time.
1: That's, that's such a small and significant sample size. I didn't feel like I needed to include that. If he had said, like, same with hunters. The hunter knows one guy. I know one guy. And how many times has hunter been with that one guy where he's just, like, seen him flocking in all, all the ducks? <laughs> one guy, one time.
0: You know, I've, I've actually spent this week, like, getting testimonial messages from people who've, who've told me about, you know, their experience calling in and, and decoying wood ducks. I could have got one today.
1: Then so, why on the podcast did you say that, they did, that they, you'd put them at the bottom of the list like a decoy like decoin like a pinto? Why did you say that?
0: I, I, did say, I, I did say that they're, they're harder. I, don't, I didn't okay. say that they don't do it. I didn't say they don't do it either. Yeah, but, but you put it at a, a much smaller number than— I put them down with the pentails just about. like you. I said this, you could have a conversation— This is my other issue with your argument of no, it. You, no, you— your, no, no, uh, your, your argument was that— Whatever. Your argument was that you'd say, like, in my experience— I haven't seen them do this, but I don't have any experience. But in my experience...
1: experience. Right. Well, because I know that I get a lot less uh, wood duck uh, sample size than you guys. That's why I'm prefacing. I'm trying to be like, I know, (laughs) because I have a smaller sample size. I'm sorry. I'm I'm interrupting. Go ahead.
0: It's all right. I'm getting used to it on this podcast. (laughs) Actually, I should be used to it. You know, 250 podcasts of it. So, (laughs) 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 If there's one thing, you know how to run your mouth. That
1: is true. I can say a lot of words fast. <laughs> all right, I I I'll go ahead finish your finish, finish your point.
0: I'm not sure if I remember what my point was, but
1: because yeah, it wasn't very good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> probably not, but <laughs> Did
1: So, so what what did I say on the podcast that you think is false?
0: Um that well, on this podcast so far, I think one thing you said that's false is that, that you like wood ducks. I do like wood you, ducks. No, you've you're you're backpedaling now from all the pressure. Of all I the do like wood on ducks. Facebook. <laughs> I very much appreciate a good wood but, duck. But I hand. think that you would—I think you, that you would—they uh, would be higher up on your totem pool if you actually went on some wood duck hunts.
1: I think I stated that in, the, in my podcast too. I think I said that exact same thing. You think you did? Well, I don't know what my exact words were, <laughs> but I said that if I lived in an area like you guys lived, I would go on wood duck hunts. A, I would not go on. I would not go on to leave a mallard X to go to wood duck X. I can again. tell you that. No, yeah. I was still talking. <laughs> go ahead.
0: <laughs> so here's here's why I think that so many people kind of you know one I do think people play into the joke right. There's people that play into the joke, but what they say about jokes is that there's some amount of truth behind every joke, right? So here's why I think so many people kind of were up in arms about your heinous words about wood ducks. (laughs) I know. Don't resist Elliot, resist your, your uh, desire to butt in again, (laughs) but uh, like, okay. For instance, like we just did like youth opener. We did um, regular duck opener. All those have been happening, you know, in the great lakes region and the upper Mississippi flyway um, states. And, a lot of those hunts are very wood duck heavy. A lot of people, like even this week, you know, uh, messages from people, comments on posts. my first duck was a wood duck, this and that. So I think so many people just have really, really fond memories, uh, even, you know, childhood or, or getting started in duck hunting and, um, and just the, the joy that that bird in particular um, brings to them. And I'm the same way, man. I love, I love a crazy wood duck hunt. Um, we get them just for a few weeks and then they're gone. And I think that's part of it too. You don't, know, it's one of the things where it's here and then it's gone. So, um, it's just, it's just really cool to have it for a little bit. Um, but then, you know, and I know you're, you're trying to, and I'm trying to be, you know, I'm trying to be honest with you on it, you know, but I think like, or honest about what you said, I should say. Um, it's, it's almost like it was the perception of like you would say something positive about it, but then pull back, you know, but and maybe it was part of the joke. Maybe you're playing into the joke, too. But I think that maybe peop, that was lost on people and they just wanted to show kind of their, uh, you know, what they enjoy so much about the wood duck. And I think that we can still get you there someday, Elliot.
1: <laughs> so tell me what I said on that podcast that was negative
0: about wood ducks. You just, uh, it's just, you don't have them at a proper value compared to, I think, the average duck hunter. Just your whole idea of of, of the bird. Right. I think
1: that's fair, but I, I, I think that's fair is that I would put them lower on the list of birds that excite me than other people. I think that's 100% fair. Sure. But I, I didn't say so. anything negative about them. <laughs> and I, did, I didn't I did say a single thing. In fact, I said many positive things about them. They just don't, in my, the, from the times that I've been around them, they just don't do it for me like other Puddle Ducks do.
0: Mm. Okay, well. But no negative words did I say about them. That's all right. I mean, if that's how you feel. It was just, it wasn't like, it was just a uh, an overall negative podcast. <laughs> that is
1: so not true.
0: actually came up with a title for you but i thought it was uh i thought it was a little too far but i was gonna (laughs) after you made those uh those clips i was gonna coin a new nickname for you and call you elliot the snake snyder
1: (laughs) okay so so you get you have the one clip where i cut i cut zach off zach said um that no they don't they don't decoy well and I cut it off and right after that Zach said I have a friend that did it. I saw him do it basically one time hunting geese. I cut that part off because I thought it was one time sample size. I didn't need it and, and so I left it off. What was the other one that you felt like that I
0: that I cherry picked well you, you are, I went uh, back
1: and listened to it and I couldn't find it I couldn't find cherry picked Sure
0: ever. I'd have to go I'd have to go back and listen to both perfectly as well, you know, and to and I didn't, you know, but um there's one where you just cut off hunter's idea he was like mid mid idea and maybe that was just to save time or whatever but i don't think his idea got fully fleshed out and i'm trying to remember exactly what it was but when i was listening to the podcast um i remember that one as well as is uh as zach's with his buddy so because it was a 16 but.
1: minute portion i played a full six minutes of it i mean i played six sure. minutes i did it's not like i played a small sample size i played six minutes right. of of the 16. I played a significant part, right? And there was portions in which that I wanted to discuss, and those are the those are the parts.
0: Sure, that, I think you know. I just think that the the biggest thing on it was just like, you you just talked about why you value or why why your evaluation of the wood duck is lower mm-hmm. than what you know us Mississippi flyway boys would consider considered it it it, it as. So. Right. You know, right. and that, that was pretty much just the big kind of discrepancy on it, you know, and you'd say things like it doesn't decoy it doesn't. Um, or you'd say like it doesn't decoy in a normal marsh. But like, you know, right. a normal marsh is different where you're at. Like we don't have prairie marshes. So like like if I hunt in a prairie marsh. It's like, why does a wood duck not land here? Well, wood ducks just don't go in prairie marshes, and if that's where you're hunting, well, that, and that's, that's going to be they your do. perception. They
1: do on prairie marshes, And I, I wasn't talking about prairie marshes. I was talking about non
0: a great number. You know, it's, so it's what about like the a,
1: marshes that we went to when I was with you up there? What about those marshes?
0: Sure, I mean they probably would in early season. We definitely kill wood ducks in those.
1: Right, but but would they be? If you were to rank them, if you have a group of five coming by in those marshes, you have a group of five of all different species. Where would you put the wood duck in? I think they would or or might not turn and come into the set. You put them it, as
0: high as mallards, You put them at pintails. Where where do you where do you put? No, no, them? Yeah, we, yeah, we've already hashed that out as far as like. But that's yeah, the point. They're,
1: that's the point.
0: They're, they're lower than than some, but you're saying that they ne- they almost never mm-hmm. come in. You, I've never I'm used saying, that word. They almost never. Okay. What was the exact percentage? You said it was like. I didn't get percentages. Very I,
1: put them, I put them somewhere around the pintail. And I've seen shovelers on a lot of days just not look at you at all. So what I said was, is I put them, I ranked them as the green wing teal first, the Mallardrake drake second, the blue wing teal somewhere in there, the wigeon, um, the gadwall, the shoveler pintail wood duck. And I said, it's debatable between the pintail and the wood duck. I would probably, I would put the, I would probably put the pintail above the wood duck, but I see more pintails than I do wood ducks, but that's the kind of range I
0: would put them in. So, so the argument was though, you'd said that they don't decoy where you're at. And it's because, and you'd say, if you if you're, if you're taking a hunt and using it as an example, and the birds don't decoy in a normal marsh, I think Average, that was
1: ordinary words. shallow water marsh.
0: Yeah. Cuz where where you normal, hunt wood ducks, the wood ducks X is not marsh, right.
1: And that's not marsh. that's not where you're going to X uh wood ducks.
0: Well, no, in our area you will. That's no, what I'm no, saying. No,
1: So, okay. So, uh, once again, the three marshes that we went to when I was up there right. with you, where would you rank late the in wood ducks? Okay. That would be the like season. Wo- prime wood sure, duck time. Yeah. Prime wood duck time. Think of the three places that you took me to where we were, all right? Think of all the puddle ducks. Where would you put the wood duck in possibility of working your decoys uh, and coming in and decoying into the pocket, where would you rank them with all the other puddle ducks?
0: It'd be, it'd be very high, honestly. So that first, the first, they're, they're very likely. And if you're hunting in a normal, cause your words were a normal marsh, but I'm just saying like your marsh saying a normal marsh is like, um, it's just not the right way to describe it. Cause a wood duck's not going to go in a prairie marsh, but it'll go in our timber marshes, our marshes that are surrounded by timber, and they live in that stuff. Then, that's, then if you put a spread out there, it is very likely that they'll land in your spread.
1: Okay, so the first day where you took me hunting, and I don't think I, don't think I ever used the word normal.
0: It was too late in the season. It's like I'm saying wood, a blue-winged about,
1: teal. But no, you're, you're, you're assuming what I'm saying. I'm not talking time of year. I'm just saying that marsh. That marsh, sure, the, and then the the next marsh we went to the first two marshes. The second the
0: second marsh would have been a great. Okay, marsh we'll look for at
1: women. that set. We go to like that second marsh. Okay, at that marsh, if you have a group of mallards fly
0: by fifteen, that I've, that I've already okay. answered the question.
1: Yes, man. but no, because you keep you keep siding it in, <laughs> just, and going back. No, to no, no I'm saying is, that's why I have because to keep, I I want to like the, the argument
0: that. that I was trying to make you're uh, bypassing that and jumping to something else. Well, because you can you keep say normal marsh. Because you keep misframing no, norm- things.
1: I never said normal to begin with, and I'm, talking, I'm trying to reframe it in your mind can, to something that, that you understand.
0: Can we get someone to go back on this podcast? and <laughs> That was like your exact words. You said a normal marsh. And I, and I, I, I said, like, I think
1: I used the word average. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. Okay, maybe maybe I used, did. Maybe but I'm, trying to, reframe, normal, average, I'm trying to reframe it to, to something away from a prairie marsh where I can get you to answer this question. And maybe you already did, but then you make me think that you misunderstood it by other things that you say.
0: So I just think you don't like my answer.
1: Well, No, because you keep reframing it. You keep reframing it. So I want to make sure that this is actually what you're saying.
0: So okay, let me ask ahead. it
1: one more time, and let me see if this is actually what you're saying. Okay. So the second marsh we went to on the trip when Mike came with us, we traveled up farther north. Not the one with all the houses around it, but the other one up there, we flushed the mallards off. You remember which one I'm talking about? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. I've hunted that, that one on openers. Okay, so of
1: that marsh would qualify as the type of marsh I was talking about. I'm not just talking prairie marshes. I'm talking about marshes that you wouldn't just be like, this is a wood duck X type of timber spot. Sure. So sure. on that marsh is what I'm hearing you say is that if you had 10 wood duck fly by 15, 15 minutes later, you had 10 mallards fly by, that the wood ducks are gonna are going to decoy – at as high a percentage as the mallards are maybe even more in early season yeah so then why are you and hunter talking about the 10% versus the 50% on your podcast you're saying things that are completely opposite of what you said on the podcast with hunter
0: no that was that was calling not just decoying in that was you were only that, talking about calling in that that was calling yes that was that was a percentage for calling birds what percentage of birds that you call at will Mm -hmm. decoy in. Okay. So we said it was on the lower end, kind of like a pintail. A pintail, you're going to quack at it, whatever. And some people say, oh, you got to whistle for a pintail. No, it's like, and still they might not work, right? Whatever. Um, They can be just wary. um, and Or maybe they just work you a little bit and cut off. It's definitely a little bit of a different Mm -hmm. feel for pintails versus wood ducks where like a wood duck um, will... A lot, sometimes they're on a plan A to plan B, right? They're just, they're, they already know where they're going and they just bypass right by it, you know? But then you get where the next one just sees your decoys and, and, and comes right in. So so th- it's, it's definitely a different feel and they're not as callable as a mallard. But if they come and see your spread, spinner spinning, they're, they're, they're very like teal where if they see a spread with spinners in it, um, that's a, a good a good indicator for them to, to come in well that has
1: absolutely not been my been my experience you know the sure. marsh that
0: i've taken you remember
1: the marsh we went to that froze up on us before we could shoot our limit right i mean that is completely surrounded by trees that's a woodland area and that that marsh is not that dissimilar to the one i was talking about up by you i mean it's somewhat similar it's completely right, ringed right. with trees and that's in i've hunted that um place i don't know 45 50 times i've killed like 150 birds on that place and that's not how they act there that's that's it's just not it's not how they act i
0: believe it it also might be a numbers game because i'm sure we have a lot more we're in a bigger breeding area for wood ducks than you are so if you just see like five that are flying off in the distance and we see like a hundred and have Mm. you know them coming to our spread and, and it fills up you know potentially half of our limit you know then we're gonna feel like Oh man, we had a lot come in. And and that is how early season is on these spots. You just set up and we have lots of wood ducks and they come in and it's it's great. Everybody uh, evaluates wood ducks really high. So <laughs> Well, and that's no, why but that,
1: that's why I continued on that podcast to to talk about my inexperience, my my lack of sample size. Sure, because I sure, understand but, that my lack of set lack of sample size is great and compared to people that have a lot of them around. And that's why I continued to say that. And even said in there, if I'm wrong because of my, because of my lack of experience, then, then maybe, maybe that's the case. But it's not like I have no experience with wood ducks and I can tell you that in my hunts, they fly by and now sometimes they come in. Sometimes they, they come right in and you kill them. I've had those experiences, but it feels like to me when I'm around wood ducks, they've got an idea in their mind. You know how those days where, and this can happen with, with any species. You, you can species. have that with mallards. That's what geese, I'm about to say. You can, right, right, you can. But it's way more typical from what I've seen of, of wood ducks. And I've seen other people make these. I'm not the only person that has this perception because I've I've sure. seen it. Even someone that was commenting on the the uh, um, in the in the podcast group, but they're like he was disagreeing with me, and then he was like, "But yeah, after they're a day, they won't look at you, and all they do is scream on by." And he like absolutely agreed with me after he disagreed with me. But um, in, in my experience, they typically know where they're going, and they go, and once they're by you. The chance I I can't recall a single time that a wood duck has gone by and then changed its mind, flipped wings, and come back into now. And I'm not talking about wood duck specific honey holes. I'm talking that, that that's why I have to keep because people don't want to separate that in their mind. And and for what I'm, it makes it it does make a difference. Yeah, uh,
0: in my in my area, it doesn't make that big of a difference. It's just because you can have them come by and come back in, even in non wood duck specific. Places, I would, you know, I think I made this argument, you know, if we're talking about the old podcast, but I think that for you it comes down to, and that's kind of why I was continuing to go back to your statement about whether you said normal or average, whatever the the verbiage was on it, um, on a normal or average prairie marsh no take the,
1: prairie you, take the word prairie out of there take the word prairie out of there Restay that without the word well, "prairie." That's, in
0: but that's where you hunt you hunt no i don't marshes. i
1: hunt but my where i live i don't live in the prairie you've been to my marshes there are trees all over the place most of my sure. i mean most of my hunting is not in the prairie sure I i live, I live on the edge of the eastern deciduous forest i mean i live in the eastern deciduous forest
0: okay by definition so okay well i would say that if you say your average hunting spot, and that's probably the issue because you're not – the places I've hunted with you, it's not like you're setting up in a – um, like if I'm looking on the map or I'm if like let's say I wanted to go target wood ducks, mm-hmm. right? Or if I wanted to target like a mixed bag of mallards and wood ducks because that's one thing we consider. Like when we choose our hunting spots, we'll be like, well, we can shoot a mixed bag of mallards and wood ducks here. Or it's like, oh, no, this is just a wood duck hole. Or, ah, oh, no, this is just – a mallard and goose spot, right? So all those things kind of go into play where we hunt just happens to be the spots we have permission on or the public land spots we have are way more likely to be kind of that mixed bag area than what you're hunting in. So, and and I mean, mixed bag by mallard and wood duck mixed bag. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, where you hunt. So it's like, okay, well, if I go set up in this average marsh, I don't see him come in. Well, it's like you're hunting in the wrong spot. So I just don't think you can take that as I think you have to take that with a grain of salt, like where you're hunting um, and saying, well, all wood ducks act like this when your sample size, even on a hunt, like it's like maybe you see five. Well, then you saw 500 mallards. Right. So, of course, you have a way better chance of of getting five mallards to come in than your wood ducks when you have, you know, 500 compared to five.
1: Well again, if I'm if I'm including all the marshes you took me to as average marshes. I mean, that's why I don't know why it's so difficult to separate the two the, the two out. Sure, what I'm trying sure. so to the, do is there are the certain one. places where you target wood ducks that are like timber, brush, 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 right? I'm trying but we didn't, to take didn't go those to any of those, did we? No, no, no. But my point is is when cuz you're hung up on this average marsh thing, you keep wanting to tie the prairie prairie marsh into it. What I'm saying is I'm trying to say hunts that are not wood duck brush honey
0: yeah, holes. No, I'm saying. The I'm same just thing. trying to. Explain I'm saying the same that, thing.
1: It, it, in me, in me, wanting to say average marsh. All I'm trying to do is say, don't think about your wood duck honey holes. We're not talking about your wood duck honey holes. We're talking about sure, all no, not, the I'm other shallow marshes, them. all the other shallow marshes outside of wood duck honey holes. Is what I'm trying sure, to. Sure. And I don't. No, and no, I know. No, and if, I know that I'm not it, the only person that. Would say that wood ducks are less decoyable than other puddle ducks. I mean, that's not that's not like some kind of crazy nonsensical thing that people don't people don't think. I mean,
0: no, I think I I do think it is actually. Maybe in I your really maybe do. in
1: your neck of the woods, but and that's a, what
0: I'm trying to say. I'm saying that your average marsh is not the correct marsh to try to like take that perception from them. It'd be like saying, "Oh man, I can never get uh, a mallard to land in a bean field." Okay, well, it's like they're they're not as likely to land in a bean field. Why are you hunting in a bean field and be like, man, mallards suck at decoying.
1: Well, when we're evaluating them, when we're evaluating them on a whole
0: versus I'm just all saying that, that's of the I'm country, taking issue not with just your average not just wood marsh. where
1: where wood. But I, I'm trying to inc- incorporate all of those marshes. Uh, okay, my so marshes, like your marshes, Titus's marshes. I'm trying to evaluate all of them, not just where you shoot them well, not just like the the mecca of of wood ducks. I'm trying to evaluate them compared to all other puddle ducks across across the country. I'm sure. not trying to sure. hone it in, hone it in on a specific. Okay, well, place. what I'm
0: trying to tell you is, if you go sit in a bean field, you're not going to go decoy a, a wood duck. So your average marsh over there is not as bad as a bean field, but it's not the right place for a wood duck. My average marsh here, my average farm pond, my average whatever, besides an actual 100% like wood duck honey hole, like I'm excluding that. Mm -hmm. I'm still saying that they're very likely to decoy in the average places that people hunt in the Mississippi flyway. um, And even, I mean, probably, and I don't know how far it reaches, but I'm sure through Minnesota, the Great Lakes region, all the way down the central flyway, um, Tennessee. I mean, I don't know how far it goes down, but I know in the the places that I hunt, they decoy very well, but they don't, the calling is the thing that we said that they're not necessarily great at um, reacting to, kind of like a pintail. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that your, is that your uh, admission to failure?
1: No, uh, not at all. Not at all. I mean that this no, is the no, experience. No, this is the experience that that I have had. This is the experience that I've seen over thirty years in both prairie marshes and timber marshes that are, which we do have around here. It's the experience that I've seen, and uh, it's it's been it's been my experience with wood ducks. If you guys have a different, how many experience, wood ducks
0: do you normally see?
1: I mean, that's the only nesting duck that we have in in this area is the wood duck. So it's not like well, we I'm don't just, have. I'm,
0: them. No, I'm just asking, like on a hunt. Like how often do you actually see a wood duck? It's got to be pretty rare. I've never after, seen one. Hunt
1: well, yet. after a cold front, I mean, they're going to be gone. They're going to be around during teal season. They're going to be around during October, and they're going to be around uh, right at the beginning of November, and then they're going to be gone pretty quick after that. You I mean you might you might catch a rare one? Like the the hunt that I had that was just loaded packed with wood ducks. Um, which within walking distance of the marsh i've taken you to was like october 31st and then i shot a couple wood ducks the week after that so you can still shoot them into early early november um, but once once you get a real cold front they're pretty much gone but i mean they're they're around into early november for sure and and right. they're not uncommon in the marshes on this side of the state, I mean, you do get them in prairie marshes. You really do. I mean, um, Matt shot two on a hunt out in the sandhills a couple weeks ago. So it's like they, not that they don't, and they did come into his decoys on that. Um, but sure. it's it's not it's not like you don't get them. It's not like we're void of them. We have wood ducks and,
0: and no, but I'm just saying your numbers pretty small in in sure. Funeral. So I think right. that kind of plays into your oh, like they don't decoy because well, I saw. Ten wood ducks today, and none of them came in.
1: Well, sure, my absolutely, yeah. We see less sure, of them than you, you do, no doubt.
0: Right, but if you, I'm just saying, like comparatively, if you try to compare, oh, I was like, I saw ten, none of them came in, and you saw a hundred mallards. Your chances are just, you know, oh, ten times higher. Absolutely, right. right. But so, I mean, and then one thing I wanted, to but to even kinda,
1: proportionally, definitely where I hunt proportionally, they decoy less than than other pedal ducks, in my experience. Sure. I mean, it's not, it's not just like, oh, I see a hundred mallards and I decoyed ten out of a hundred versus um I saw ten wood ducks and got one out of ten. I mean, proportionally, there's a big difference. They they seem to be zeroed on where they're going. They seem to ignore, completely ignore the calls. They once they're passed, I never see them come back around. When I when they come into the decoys, What I typically see from them is they come around a corner and their wings are set and they just drop, drop right in. It's not, they don't work the decoys. They don't circle it. It's like either they're coming straight in. They're going to do it or they don't. That's, that's my experience from it. And I don't, and again, even, even, even with that, how they're acting there is not as enjoyable to me as the calling, the circling. It's not as an enjoyable experience, even when they do decoy, although I do like it. It's not, it's not overall as enjoyable.
0: Right. And I think if you had the numbers, the mass numbers in a hunt like that where it's just like kind of the chaos of birds flying around, bussing around and they do whip around, especially like in the places where they want to land mm-hmm. and spinners running and running wood duck decoys and all that kind of helps um with with that whole thing. So, um but one thing I did want to hash go back to hash out um you know, you said things that I took, you know, took a uh, note of on your podcast. Um, and I think you actually missed our original argument that we're making and you kind of went to some of the things that we were just talking about, you know, but um, as like general tidbits about wood ducks mm-hmm. um, with like the decoying and us talking about calling and all that, that wasn't necessarily like um, towards you. But the one thing, you know, the argument you'd actually didn't give a reaction to is was our original argument where I said that the wood duck is the Mississippi flyway is blue till because we really, most places don't get like a blue wing, a, a blue wing flight. Mm-hmm. Like you guys get in the central flyway, you right. know? So for the Mississippi flyway, you know, my argument was, and it was, it was just kind of like a fun, like a uh, little <laughs> idea. Uh, but it's our, it's the wood duck. You know, we get to hunt it for a few weeks. Kind of like you guys get blue wings, blue wings for a few, few weeks. Once that cold front comes, blue wings are gone. Our wood ducks are gone. Um, we don't get a special season. Actually, some States actually do Florida, um Tennessee and Kentucky all get their blue wing season includes wood ducks. Um so but the argument was that uh there are blue wings and they're they're better than blue wings. And you kind of just skipped over that completely.
1: Um, that they're better than blue wings. I prefer blue wings over wood ducks. I, I here's what oh, I man. love about the blue wings deal. I love how they circle. I love there's so many things that I love about them that I don't have not experienced from wood ducks. So yeah, I, I, I prefer my, I prefer blue wing teal over wood ducks for sure. That's crazy. What I, what I love about them so much. And what I love about the waterfowl hunting so much is, is the working and circling. Now these, now these were green wing teal um, this, this, this past weekend, but right at shooting time, we had a group of 12, come they came right through the decoys it was a little bit early they set in the decoys they got up they like circled us like three or four times i'm calling at them until they finally settled i do you get those experiences with wood ducks before i say you don't do you get those types of experiences with wood ducks
0: no they definitely don't circle like whole flocks of them reacting to the call the same way that blue wing till yeah
1: that's what i love about blue teal it's what i love about duck hunting quite honestly it's the it's the game it's the trickery it's the working them it's the calling them that whole aspect of it if you can't just take that out and and expect the value of that duck not to drop i mean that is a huge huge part of duck hunting for me and sure and so when that is gone it's it's going to the value in my mind is is going to drop, and you got to realize. Still, I, you can see how I value ducks because of how I've got them valued. I've got them as a four. I've got a Widgeon Drake as a four. I've got, I mean, I've got them right under a Mallard Drake. So it's not like I have them as a three. I actually have them valued on the list higher than a teal. I have a Blueing teal is three, and a Wood duck is four. So, and the reason I have the reason I have them valued more is because you cannot argue with the beauty. And let me use the word exotic beauty. You can't argue with how spectacular those birds are in your hands. You cannot argue with the feathers and, 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 and they're a remarkable little duck. They're, they're a remarkable little duck, but
0: I think, I think I would value a blueing more if they were, uh, if they were uh, plumed out. Yeah. But we don't get them plumed out. So they're just little gray ducks. They're so small. Um, They're definitely not as beautiful. They, don't taste as good like a, a skin on wood duck is like it may be the best tasting waterfowl right out there and that's that's one of my reasons for its high value there um and the beauty and then like i said i, I don't think you've experienced this yet so uh it'd be like me trying to evaluate blue wing teals if i'd never been on like a an early season blue wing hunt right. and it's just like okay well you know, because if you just get them, like, onesie-twosie through the season, this really not near as Absolutely. cool for bluing Absolutely. as, like, the early season, big flocks. You know, I've had that with you in Kansas. I've, I've done that in Iowa, and I definitely enjoy that. But it still doesn't hold a candle to wood ducks, in my opinion. Right. So,
1: <laughs> Yeah. Well, there's, there's a lot. A lot tied they're into the bluegill and teal in, in in my life and where we are as far as how it's like the beginning and I've talked about this before. It's the beginning of the passage. It's like we have no ducks sure. and then all of a sudden it's, we've got these whooshing like wings of ducks. flocks. Well, but we have wood ducks all year long, and I mean we we have them all year long. It's not like they're not void and they're just they're around when I go scouting. I'm seeing them, uh, and it's just. Um what I'm saying that's is the like the emotional tie that I have to the blue winged teal goes back three decades. I mean, it's like there's so much life experience and emotional tie that I have in to that bird on those places that it's you can't even compare it. I don't have those experiences with wood ducks.
0: So sure. and that's if, kinda that was kind of the argument I was making for like Mississippi flywood hunters. Same same exact thing, except, you know, they are there, but the first time you go hunt and you have all these like crazy experiences with wood ducks coming in, um, they're very vocal coming through. You can hear them a lot of times before you see them just screeching in, whistling the whole way. And so it's like super cool. You hear that, you get all tense. You, you squat down, mm-hmm. you know, I can just imagine like as a youth, you know, I, I took my, my nephew on, on early, uh, for, for youth hunt, um, just last weekend. And like, we'd hear him come and he'd get down, early, you know, it's like, and you have those memories. It's like you said, you have decades of this being the the opening, like the inaugural day of duck season. I think all these Mississippi flyaways and Great Lake Region hunters have these feelings towards the wood duck. And then it comes in, and it's this beautiful bird. And then you take it home, and it's just the most delicious waterfowl out there that nobody can deny is like, you know, really, really good meat, uh, you know, comparable to, to beef steak or anything. You know, it's a, it's just – I mean, for example, I, I did some on my uh, grill, not on my smoker. Uh, me and my wife ate it. Actually, my kids ate it too. But uh, at the same time, I smoked these big old pork chops, giant pork chops. And me and my wife both agreed that the the wood duck skin on was better than that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think, you know, we talked about this at the beginning, but to kind of put a nice bow on it, uh, you've definitely made great points to why why you feel um that way and i know we're all entitled to our opinion so i can't say you're really wrong i just feel that you'll change your evaluation one day when i get you on an amazing wood duck hunt
1: well and i think if you if you remember from my podcast i i made it clear that if i lived in an area i would actively want to go on those duck hunts i would go on those duck hunts and i would greatly enjoy those duck hunts and so it's not like it's not like I'm sitting here and saying that I wouldn't enjoy those hunts. I know that I would, but I can also say if I have a mallard X and a wood duck X, hundred out of a hundred times I'm going to the mallard X. I can promise you that. There's just, it's not to me. It's not even in the same, not even the same ballpark.
0: Um, sure. Well, sometimes we'll choose our wood duck X's because we know that they'll be gone. Sure. Like we're having this huge cold front come in. Like mm-hmm. we have till Tuesday. And then we'll have the rest of the year. We'll have months to hunt mallards. So in our area, we probably like a lot of people will choose those wood duck hunts because we know that it's here and gone. And so I, you know, I I think you can't you can't one hundred percent. You can you can say that's what you think, but until you do it, I think that you know after you do it, maybe you still don't have those warm fuzzy feelings because it's not like what you grew up cutting your teeth on for waterfowl. Whereas a lot of people have, you know, so you just won't have those same feelings, but uh, I'd put it to the test. You know, if I, if I ever get you on one of these wood, really good wood duck hunts, I think that, uh, we might, uh, straighten you out a little bit.
1: (laughs) I don't know how many times I have to say that I like wood ducks. I would enjoy being on a wood duck hunt. I would value a wood duck hunt. I don't know how many more times I have to say that. I don't think that they're as cool as mallards.
0: Okay, I this, don't think they're as this, cool see, as See, this them is too. this is why you have to keep <laughs> saying it because you say I would love all this, but I'd never pick it
1: <laughs> over those ducks. I wouldn't.
0: I know you just you just backpedal. I'm not backpedaling. So I'm like, okay. I'm just making it clear.
1: Well, because because it continues to be framed like got to change his mind. He <laughs> hates wood ducks. He would hate going on wood duck hunts. Okay, he would you, not want to go on wood no duck on- hunts. You've and, never been on a like, good wood I've, duck hunt. I've, I have been on one good, duck, one, one good wood duck hunt. Um, but it's like, what needs to be changed?
0: Yeah, that I just, I'm just think saying, that they're I as cool as that, mallards. What? I, all what do you, what I said you was that your evaluation, your evaluation would change. Your evaluation would go up if you went on a really good. They diet. would. I can promise you
1: that they would not be the equal mallard in my mind, no matter what, huh? Sure,
0: maybe know. they won't be as good as a mallard. I'm saying that your evalu- like that, they would go up in your valuation. I'm not saying they're going to be the best bird. Yeah, but you, I'm just saying. You but just but like, love to frame would, things. Maybe you go to your little you erase the asterisks next to their name or something like that. I'm just. I'm asking for like little tiny steps. <laughs> the asterisk, yeah.
1: Oh, let's uh, <laughs> let me go on it. the encyclopedia and erase <laughs> the fact that they're a perching duck, and erase the fact that they uh, nest in trees.
0: <laughs> no, it's that you just now you would not consider them a less than duck. Yeah.
1: I, well, I I uh, less than what? Yeah, but that that may be fair. <laughs> uh, that, I, I no, can, just uh, I, I can say I'm that that's probably here, a fair statement. I don't.
0: Um, yeah, I can say that that's a fair statement, right? You you just can't, you can't until you've done it 100%. It'd be like, if I tried, if I, if, if we're talking and I put a low evaluation on the bluing till you're like, man, I understand why you're saying that. I understand you don't have those experiences. You didn't grow up doing it, but let me take you on an awesome prairie marsh teal hunt in the heat of the, in the heat of the season or the heat of early season. And then after that, I think that you'll be like, man, blue and till are a little bit better than I thought. And that's kind of what I'm saying with wood ducks. Right. That, not that they're going to be the best duck. You're not going to be like all of a sudden, man, I'm moving to Indiana. Like, <laughs> you know, right. that's not what I'm expecting. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, I think that you'd be like, if if we went on a wood duck hunt, it was just crazy. You know, we shot a big pile of wood ducks. We went home. We plucked them. Yeah. Ate them skin on. Like, all those things kind of added in, I think that you'd be like, okay, instead of, like, a wood duck being, like, you know, a two on my list, maybe I'll move them up to, like, a four or a five, you know, somewhere in the middle row. That's fair. I
1: I think it would be, like, you would actually maybe be excited about them a little bit. Because I'm, sure. I'm not excited sure. about wood ducks. I I would be excited it to shows. go on a few wood duck hunts. But in the grand scheme of things, like I've already said, wood ducks don't really do it for me. And maybe if I went on those, my excitement level would ratchet up. Right. I think right. that's fair.
0: Yeah, and I'd, and maybe the, it'll never ratchet up in your area. Or maybe it would. Maybe you'd be like, okay, I need to find one wood duck hole a year to go do this. Yeah.
1: I've got a little wood duck hole. I just don't have the time. Because I'm just not going to go to a wood duck hole that I think might be decent um, if I if I have my one day a week, you know. It's just
0: – so because my and, wood and duck holes aren't going to be like your
1: wood duck holes. I can think of a couple that right. I've got, but they're not like yours. I could go there and probably on a good day squeak out my three, but it, that's going to be – you know. So my good wood duck holes are not going to be comparable to yours.
0: Right. Yep. So um, that podcast was a mess. That's good stuff. <laughs> you know, you're probably right. Anytime I think it's a mess, it's usually good stuff. Because I
1: because uh, why do you think it
0: was a mess? Because uh, you know, I think it's going to be really hard for people to hear two people talking at the same time and understanding a word. I don't
1: <laughs> think that we were talking at the same time. I think that that's probably because you weren't listening. I think that uh, yeah. <laughs> i I think that um uh yeah i don't I don't think
0: that there's gonna be lots of time when we're both talking mm. so I didn't change your mind at all
1: uh well i mean no no, because on the podcast I was on i've already admitted to everything I just admitted to is on the podcast i said i uh, the about where my how much experience I had with them and that I could be wrong, and I'm open to people explaining to me people that have more experience i said all those things right so i mean yeah i don't, I don't know what yep. was supposed to be changed from that <laughs> do i feel more I excited about you'd... wood ducks right now than i did an hour ago no i don't i like them i think mm. they're a cool duck i'd like to hunt them some but in the grand scheme Wait, of things comes the butt. in the grand here scheme of the things they don't they're not but. what i want to chase but they're yeah not what i want to that's chase. right
0: yeah, yeah. So wood ducks suck.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're not real ducks. So in conclusion, wood ducks just aren't real ducks.
0: Right. It's like he he doesn't want to put the aster- asterisks by wood duck. He wants to put it by duck. By wood duck. <laughs> no, just by duck. Uh, yeah, the asterisk. They're not a the real.
1: Duck. In conclusion, my my final statement is, guys, I'm sorry. Wood ducks are a type of Amerginzer, and they're not actually a duck. Yeah.
0: That's true. I'm going to clip that part and put it right. In yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on. It's uh it was a little, a uh, different podcast and, um, but it's fun, it was fun kind of just arguing and, and, uh, playing a little bit of devil's advocate here and there just for kicks. <laughs> it's always good to get Elliot's feathers ruffled and
1: yeah, well,
0: how, how was, how was the whole week of, uh you know, Facebook posts and Instagram riddles and was it?
1: It was, it was, fu- it was, okay. So once you marcoed me, it was cool. I thought maybe that you were legitimately a little bit annoyed after that podcast,
0: but I oh, it was a little bit. You were? Well, I mean, just a little bit, not a lot. I, I mean, I you think you were about? fairly, uh, I mean, I think you were fairly annoyed. Until we marked two too uh, from the first podcast. Well, the, right? the, the real,
1: the, I'll say, yeah, the comment about real ducks annoyed me. Yes. That's the only thing that I was annoyed <laughs> about. But then, um, at least you made it seem as though that you were having fun and joking. So then I thought you weren't annoyed. Oh, I was. So I, I, I would well, that. Can't that you do both at the same time? Because it framed it in a way that people didn't listen to the podcast. That's what it, like it brought on the onslaught. That did annoy sure. me. Sure.
0: I did have some people say, hey, what's this big deal about? You know, I had people call me and message me and. This and that, like that, that missed the podcast. I said, "Oh well, it's just like a joke between right. me and Elliot, going back and forth on that." So I'm sure there's some amount of people who just had no idea, and then there's plenty of people who did know, and out of their own, um, I don't know, the the people just kind of started posting. It was crazy. I haven't seen so many wood duck posts on the fellowship maybe ever. None so. of that bothered me at all.
1: Once I realized that I, or at least. I didn't feel like that you were annoyed. Then everything was fine. Once you sent that Marco saying this is fun, I'm having fun. It's all because I thought that when you made a couple of statements that you were legitimately um, annoyed by that podcast, like a little a little on harsh on the harsh side of annoyed. And once I realized that you weren't, then I, I had fun with it from then on. Okay, that's good. Yeah, because I appreciate yeah. you letting me use that. I enjoyed doing that podcast. I thought I liked it. I liked how it came out. I don't. I don't have any issues with anything I said, other than I see now that I did conflate calling and decoying. I was kind of t- marrying those too much. You guys separated those, and I was kind of marrying them. And I think that that um, that that was a kind of a mistake in in some of the things sure. I was saying.
0: And I'll just say that, uh, like, I guess maybe there's just some confusion on your part from like. I understand now why you thought maybe we were referring to our original debate, but it was more like just an overarching, like, this is how Elliot feels about it. And then, um, you know, doing the typical kind of like exaggerated joke about how you, you know, how you feel about it and saying, you know, you don't think they're real ducks when, of course, you, you know, you understand biology. You're not like, you know, you're not a complete Democrat. (laughs) At all. I'm not at all a Democrat. (laughs) 0%. 0%. <laughs> well, Let's mean, be clear. The way you cut, the way you cut those segments though <laughs> It's like a I CNN. Those
1: those segments those were C- completely <laughs> fairly cut except maybe so the, except maybe the, the one was CNN
0: that. is hiring, man. Except maybe one's They'll that. Hire, I, you, they can take you you'll you can do the segments from the debates. I could go back uh, and run that election. entire episode and
1: nothing <laughs> would be added that that needs that that would be ground breaking. <laughs> nothing to be added that would be groundbreaking from that. But I had fun with it. Yeah, I, I had fun with uh, that podcast and and all of it. And and I, the only thing I remember from our past was our huge argument about wood ducks. And then I had interviewed Thomas Thomas sure, Hoke sure. about it. And so that's what I thought it was coming from because we had had this huge no, no. debate. Thomas Hoke and I had t- within the last couple of months and specifically talked about that. And then all of a sudden, you guys are talking about. It. So that's I don't recall all of uh, the other
0: one off little. Statements. I guess I was just confused why you just like. Can like just didn't even uh, touch on our like argument for our, our statement about wood ducks. And but we, we already hashed that over. But I was just saying from when when you put out your podcast, I was like, kind of weird. He just went to the debate from you know a year ago and uh totally uh left out what we were trying to make an argument for the the wood duck being the blueing till of the Mississippi flyway.
1: Yeah. Well, I like wood ducks, so. they're sweet little ducks. I just didn't have anything <laughs> to say about that.
0: But that was that was our whole argument. And you're like, can I can I uh, react to your argument? It's like, oh, sure. And then you just skip that part.
1: Well, because the original statement you made was so ridiculous that I don't know how to respond to it. About no, it. I, I said it right at the beginning. Sure. Well, as far as the blue and teal thing, I don't care that you think that. That's fine. I don't care. That doesn't matter to me. I'm focused on the ridiculous statement you made at the very beginning that's completely not true, that you framed a whole – Which one was that? About me dis- uh, blowing off the wood duck
0: like they're complete trash, essentially. Mm. Maybe, yeah, I know. But you, you put them pretty low down on the totem pool.
1: Well, <laughs> and, and I
0: ranked them I, exactly where I put
1: them. I'm very clear where I put them. I don't consider them just garbage. Which is, that's what the so original statement the, uh, basically said. Sure. And so that's why I was like, this statement's garbage. I'm not even going to talk about that. Let's talk about the calling and decoying because
0: that's actually the real argument. Okay either we're probably beating it
1: <laughs> yeah, now, so. everyone's, uh, like there's two people <laughs> listening right by now <laughs>
0: get over it yeah. Yeah. <sighs> all right well thanks for coming on let's go ahead i think it's a good spot to go ahead and wrap her up so thanks for coming on for uh, a guest appearance on um the duck gun podcast appreciate you joining in definitely a different podcast than normal but we had fun with it hope everybody else enjoyed it as well um i'm jordan from duck and chronicles Elliot from Freelance Duck Hunting, and we'll see you guys on the next one. All right, live stream viewers, thanks for tuning in for it. Uh, I apologize for not doing more of these podcasts this year live stream. I said I was going to do it, and I bet I'm at like 50% success rate, So if if probably not even. So if you include off-season, 50%. But during season, it's just been too hard to do them live stream as well. But that's all we got for tonight, guys. Thanks for tuning in.